0: Ladies and gentlemen, federal employees, welcome back to this episode here with me. My name is Dallin, and this is an incredible place to be if you're a federal employee trying to maximize your retirement the most out of your federal benefits. And today, we're actually going to address a question that one of you submitted in the link below where it takes you to my website. You can submit questions. And it's going to be about Medicare and FEHB. Because if you've been around here a while, you know how critical having the right insurance in retirement is, especially health insurance, this is probably one of the biggest decisions that you can make in your retirement. So we're going to jump right in. So this federal employee, they ask, they say, hey, I work for the post office and will be retiring in three years at age 62. My husband is on my health benefits and he is 64. Will it be more costly to keep FEHB in retirement? Because is it true that Medicare will give the same service for less money if I buy Medicare Parts A, B, C, and D? So this is a great question. So um, if you notice, I've actually produced a number of videos and articles on FEHB and Medicare and getting the most out of those two things. And in the vast majority of the time, I don't focus on dropping FEHB and just being on Medicare right because for the vast majority of federal employees that's not what makes sense right it makes sense to keep your FEHB and take some combination of medicare right now this federal employee what they're asking is hey it seems that just taking medicare is actually cheaper right so should i go ahead and drop me at my FEHB and just be on medicare right and this is a great question but let me let me say this Medicare is a huge program. There's tons of parts. There's parts A, B, C, and D. Um, part C is another name for Medicare Advantage, but there's also Medigap plans and Medicare Supplement plans. So when you say Medicare, there's so much wiggle room for, okay, what the heck does that even mean? right? What plans are you signing up for? What are you going to pay for? So those are all big questions, right? but what most people are looking at when they look at medicare and how much it costs well they're, they often look at medicare advantage plans which some of those plans have zero premium plans and things like that where they seem extremely cheap they're like wow that is so cheap why you know i'm paying let's say 300 400 a month for my fehb shouldn't i just switch over to to a medicare based plan when i turn 65 and this is a great question and i really there's not enough time in the day to talk about every single combination because, as you know, as a federal employee, there's hundreds of plans that you can pick from there, and some of those work more work better with Medicare than others, right? So, that's the big factors. Okay, what federal health insurance plan do you have? Do they reimburse part of the Medicare Part B premiums? That's huge, you have to know that. But here are a few things to consider when thinking about this decision. Okay, I made a few notes here. First, if you get rid of your FEHB, right, and you're just on a Medicare-based plan, are there any providers that you may not be able to go to because they don't accept Medicare, right? Are there any providers that you like to go to that don't accept Medicare? That's a big one. Do you want the flexibility of non-Medicare providers? If so, you're going to want to keep FEHB to some extent. Okay, there's two different things when it comes to looking at the cost of health insurance and retirement there's two different things to look at first there's the cost of the premiums basically every month you pay a premium right but also there's a cost when you actually go and need medical attention what does it cost you to get that medical attention right maybe you can get a, a medicare advantage plan that is next to zero for premium but when you actually go to use it the out-of-pocket costs are quite high right So there's the two sides. There's the premiums and then the out-of-pocket costs when you actually use the services, right? That's a big, big factor. You have to look at both sides. Hey, maybe I'd be saving some in premiums, but if I have any health issues, or my spouse has any health issues, hey, we're gonna be paying way more, and is it worth the extra money potentially for the peace of mind not having to worry about that? That's something to definitely consider. And honestly, FEHB is not always the more expensive option. Again, you could find plans that even reimburse a big chunk of Medicare Part B premiums. And so the overall net cost actually may go down for you, um, having FEHB and some elements of Medicare Parts A and B. And again, if this topic is super, super foreign to you, go check out my other videos on Medicare and FEHB. You can just Google Medicare and FEHB, Haws Federal Advisors, a bunch of stuff will come up. I've done a number of videos on there, so you can definitely check that out. Okay. Um, Another thing to consider is, depending on what Medicare-based plans you pick, for example, Medicare Advantage plans, they they are often based on a state or maybe a county, meaning they are set up so that the primary care that you go and get has to be in a certain location, right? And so if you want more flexibility, in where you want to get care, whether it's maybe you travel, maybe you go visit your kids, often whatever it is, then you're gonna to wanna to make sure whether it's a Medicare-based plan or FEHB plan, it is set up so that you have the care and it's covered no matter where you are. And if you're gonna be out of the country, you definitely wanna get a plan that makes sense for you there as well. Okay, another point here is when it comes to Medicare-based only plans, right? If you drop FEHB, another thing to consider is, okay, how often can I change this plan? And if I do want to change it, do I have to get medical underwriting? Because some Medicare-based plans are like that. Whether it's a, you know some Medigap, Medigap policies, you can't just change them whenever you want, right? So that's something to consider as well. Okay, so, and lastly, when it comes to this, again, there's a million different scenarios and things to look at. But the next thing is, ideally, you find an option, whether it's FEHB and a piece of Medicare or a completely Medicare-based plan, you want to find an option that is not only going to make sense for you right now with your current health and, and conditions, but also maybe in 20 years, 30 years. Because, honestly, this is probably not a decision you want to have to remake all the time. Obviously, you need to review it every so often, but this is probably not the sort of thing you want to go back and have to look at over and over and over again. So find a solution that you're confident in that'll work for you for the long term, and that will give you the confidence to be comfortable as things happen in retirement, health-wise or not. Say, hey, I'm covered. I have the health insurance I need, and I don't have to worry about and sweat the details. So those are the big, big factors to think about when thinking about FEHB and Medicare and picking just one. Now again, the vast majority of federal employees should consider keeping their FEHB, assuming you're eligible, right? That's a whole nother question. And and then get, when, you're, when you turn 65, jumping on Medicare Parts A and B, right? Again, check out my other videos on that to get the details on why I say that, but that probably makes sense for the vast majority of federal employees. And one major, major, major thing to keep in mind, if you ever consider replacing your FEHB with something else, whether it's a TRICARE, whether it's a Medicare-based plan, whatever it is, right? You have to, have to, have to remember that if you want to get rid of your FEHB, at least for a time, you want to do what they call suspend it and not cancel it. Basically, long story short, if you suspend your FEHB, you don't have to pay the premiums, but you could come back into the plan later. If you cancel your FEHB, you can't come in later. So that's a big difference when you're making these changes that just the word you use can make a vast difference in the options and the flexibility you have down the road in retirement. So I hope that was helpful. Have an incredible rest of your day and I'll see you next time.